0: hello everyone and welcome back to wabi sabi wellness today's episode is going to be super fun we are going to dive into crystals i'm going to talk about how i use them and then dive into how you can find crystals that work for you and how you can incorporate them into your daily life before we get into that though i want to touch on the moon transits of the week the astrology and a tarot card of the week so for the moon transits of the week Um, Until 11 a.m. Central Time on Tuesday, March 21st, the moon will be in Pisces. You might be feeling a little bit emotional while the moon is here. This is a really great time for you to look within and figure out what your emotions might be telling you. What do you need to do more of? What do you need to do less of? This may not be the time to have overly emotional conversations because people's emotions might be feeling heightened during this period. At 11 a.m. on Tuesday, March 21st, the moon will then transition into Aries and will remain there until 1.30 p.m. on Thursday, March 23rd. This moon transit I love. It's about bravery and courageousness. It's about taking action and going forward with your goals. Um, Aries is the first sign in the astrological year, so it's all about getting started. We have a powerful new moon in Aries on Tuesday night, which is a great time for you to manifest and plan ahead and figure out where you want to be going for the coming month. On Thursday at 1.30 p.m. on March 23rd, the moon will then transition into Taurus and stay there until 8 p.m. on Saturday, March 25th. When the moon is in Taurus, it's a great time to indulge yourself. Bring some romance into your daily life. Make life a little more fun to live. but also just a really good energy to get things done, but also reward yourself for all that you get done. The moon will then transition at 8 p.m. on Saturday, March 25th into Gemini and stay there until 5.30 a.m. on Tuesday, March 28th this is a moon that can feel a little bit chaotic, your mind might feel very active. You might be feeling very, very social. I think that the biggest advice I would give to people during a moon in Gemini transit is to not overdo it, to remember that you shouldn't overload your plate with things just because they sound fun or because you think you can do it. Um, Remember to take it easy during the moon in Gemini, even though you might not want to. In terms of astrology for the coming week, things are going to feel so much better than last week. Last week just felt chaotic, um, especially for me in terms of work. There are three big shifts this week, and we're going to be feeling them. So the big one is today, and that is the sun moving into Aries. Aries is the astrological New Year's for me, and for a lot of people who are very into astrology. I always thought it was a little silly to do New Year's resolutions on January 1st. I'm cold, I'm probably eating holiday leftovers for the next few weeks, and it's just not the vibe to get things started. I think Aries season makes a lot more sense. Spring is around the corner, things are starting to feel better, the days are getting longer. It's really good energy, I think, just to get things started. So I think that Aries season is a great time to reflect on the changes that you want to make the astrological phrase attached to Aries season is I am. So I want you all to think about who you are and maybe who you want to be and how you're going to get there. Let's focus on that, especially on Tuesday night with that new moon. So write a letter to yourself about where you want to see yourself go in the next year, even the next month. Um, It's always good to start small. The second big thing is Pluto is moving into Aquarius on Thursday, and this is going to be a lot of societal changes. I think overall we can all say that 2020, 2021, and 2022 were rough years, but I think that we're going to start seeing things shift with Pluto moving into Aquarius. There's going to be a lot of reflection, and Aquarius is a sign of change for like the society. So I'm really excited to see what this will bring for us. The last big transit that I want to touch on for this week is Mars moving into Cancer, and this will happen on Saturday. So Mars is the planet of action, of movement, sometimes of aggression. And when it moves into Cancer, you can expect to feel more passion and creativity flow through you. Cancer is also a sign that has a lot to do with nurturing. So there might be a focus for you on family, maybe fertility or sprucing up the house, which makes so much sense with spring cleaning coming around. So overall, this week is going to feel so much better than last week. It might feel almost dreamlike, which is great. Um, Friday, if you're looking for a great date night, is perfect for that. Lastly, the tarot card that I have pulled for us as a collective for this week was Page of Cups, and I love the Page of Cups. This card is telling us that we might find some unexpected inspiration, um, maybe some emotions and creativity this week. So just something for you to be thinking about. So last week, I did a poll on Instagram asking people what they might want to hear more of on the podcast, and something that I got was people wanting to hear about life, and I don't want to make this a podcast about my life per se. I don't think that's why you're here, Um, but I think I am going to start maybe talking about a high and a low for me of the week. So a high for me, if you remember a few weeks back, I did an episode on dopamine dressing and dressing really fun and dressing for maybe the moons or your signs, and I mentioned Rent the Runway. I had never had a subscription to Rent the Runway. I'd never seen a point to get one, but after that episode, I think my phone had heard me talk about it, and I kept getting ads and discount codes and all this, so I finally bit the bullet and did a trial of Rent the Runway, and I think it's something that I might start doing, or at least maybe during months that I have a lot of events to go to or that I just want to have a little more fun with my wardrobe, I did get a shipment this week, and I'm loving it. I'm going to LA later this week with my husband for some doctor's appointments, and I'm really excited to wear some of these fun outfits that I would have never purchased for myself um, while I'm there. Um, A low of this week, and it's not even a low, it's just a low for me because I'm an emotional mom, is that my daughter has officially been signed up for full day preschool slash daycare, and she's a COVID baby. She was born in June of 2020. So she's never not been around family, Um, like never, ever, never, never, ever, ever. And it is causing me a lot of mom guilt. And I know it's completely normal. I know this is good for her developmentally. I know it's good for me to not have to, you know, multitask so much, but I'm having a really hard time with it. And I think she's going to have a pretty rough transition. So, if there are any moms out there who have ha- had that transition of maybe an older child, like two or two and a half, going into daycare or preschool, I'd love to hear any tips. So, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'd love to chat about this. Okay, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today. We are talking all about crystals. Crystals can get very heavy, not heavy, deep. There is so so many crystals, but I wanted to keep it pretty simple. I wanted it to be an episode that was very um understandable and digestible for somebody who has not dived into crystals at all. So, to begin with, I think crystals are beautiful and I think that's a really big part of why humans have such a fascination in them. Um fascination and belief in crystals goes back a very very long time. In some of the research that i did before this episode i found that there was some evidence of malachite which is a crystal of protection being mined as far back as 4000 bc i also found some articles and just some research saying that crystals have played a part in religion as well many different religions use them to transcend and connect to god which i think is super super cool And then the last little tidbit of fun facts I found was that the word crystal comes from a Greek word meaning clear ice, which makes sense because there are so many crystals that do look like clear ice. So let's um, dive deeper into it. So I wanted to start with what crystals that I keep on me or keep very close to me, I have many, many crystals. My daughter also has a crystal collection and it's, it's the cutest thing ever. But I think that there are five main crystals that I keep going back to. The first one that I use on a daily basis is selenite and selenite represents peace, calm, and mental clarity. Who could not use more of all of that? The second one is rose quartz and rose quartz has quite the fan base. It's all about love and self-love. Pyrite, which is also known as fool's gold, can symbolize protection and also enhance prosperity. Citrine is a crystal very similar to pyrite in terms of meaning. It's about positivity, optimism, as well as financial abundance. And the last crystal that I use on a nearly daily basis is amethyst. And amethyst is really good for relieving stress and anxiety. Okay, cool, Jeanette. So you like these crystals, but what do you do with them? So the biggest thing that I use crystals for is helping me channel messages from the tarot cards that I use. So when a client asks me to read about something in their career or their finances, I'll often use pyrite or citrine to channel that. Um, I always just chap my tarot cards three times with those crystals. Um, If someone's asking me about love, obviously I'll use rose quartz. And just like general energy, I'll typically use selenite. Um, speaking of selenite, I like to keep selenite on me at all times, so I have one in my work backpack, I keep one in my, um, fanny pack that I wear everywhere, I keep them in my car, I also put them on the windowsills in our house, so I have, um, selenite ones in the windowsill of my room and my daughter's room. They're really good for just warding off negative energy and no one needs that, so I keep it literally everywhere. A little fun fact about selenite is that you can, maybe not fun fact, but you can find pretty um big bundles of them at like Marshall's and TJ Maxx and they are real. Crystals do not need to be expensive, you guys. Crystals can be very, very affordable. They should be affordable. And to know if something is real selenite or not, if you scratch it and it makes a mark, most likely it is real selenite. So anyway, I keep that everywhere. I keep that on my windowsills to protect me. I also use a large selenite wand, and I use that to cleanse negative energy off of me. Um, And I do that after tarot readings or when I just feel like a situation has not been great for me. So I'll always um, swipe that selenite wand from like my torso out to my limbs so that the energy exits. Rose quartz is a um, crystal that I use often. And I keep a small rose quartz on my bedside as well as my husband's bedside, and I like to use that to keep the energy good between us. So if you are in a relationship, I strongly suggest keeping rose quartz on either sides of your bedstands. And lastly, I use crystals to meditate on. When I'm asking the universe for something or I'm hoping to bring something into my life, I'll use the crystal that associates with whatever I'm asking for to help me channel that and bring that into my life. Another thing that I want to touch on about crystals is how to care for them. So you can kind of think of them as little mini pets that don't need nearly as much attention, but they do require attention to keep that energy flowing for you. So different people have very different crystal cleansing rituals, so I'm just going to tell you about my own. So after I read for other people or even myself, I'll often sage my crystals or use Palo Santo on them. On new moons and full moons, I'll put them on my windowsill so that the moon energy will cleanse them. There are some people who use water to cleanse their crystals. I am not one of them, and there's no other reason for that other than I am not careful enough to know which are safe and which aren't safe in water. There are crystals that can be not great for your health. If they are submerged in water. And that's not some woo-woo stuff. It's about the chemical um, reactions between the crystals. And I'm just not careful enough to make sure that I'm doing it safely. So I don't cleanse using water. Although there are some people who do. Um, One exception to the rule is selenite. Selenite does not need to be cleansed. Selenite is actually a cleanser. So people will buy big selenite plates or big selenite discs, and they will put all their crystals on the selenite to cleanse it. Now that we have a starter list of what crystals might be helpful for you and now we know how to use them and how to care for them, let's talk about where to get them. So there's a lot of places to get crystals. My favorite way to get them is at the metaphysical stores. Um, If you are in Chicago, I really, really love the Chakra Shop. It's on the north side. It's great. The Prices are very reasonable. And that's another thing about crystals is that crystals are not going to be very expensive. I mean, I'm sure that they can be, especially because there's a lot of hype around them right now, but generally crystals should be very affordable. So let's say you go to a metaphysical store. I want you to walk into the store and look for what crystal catches your eye. Then read the description. You might be surprised at how well that crystal aligns with what you need in your life right now. So now that you have seen a crystal that you like, what I want you to do is hold them in your hand and find a particular crystal from the batch that just feels good for you. I want you to think about this if you've watched Harry Potter. Think about how they go wand shopping and find one that fits just right. You'll know when a crystal is giving you good energy. Um, if you need any help, though, there are, if you are at a metaphysical shop, they will be more than happy to help guide you to what crystals might be up your alley or what you need. Now, when you have all your crystals, I want you to carry them on you, similar to how you would carry tarot cards with you. They're gonna pick up on your energy and help guide you and help protect you, which is really, really important. Another thing is that you can find crystals at places like TJ Maxx and Home Goods. And I have purchased selenite because I'm able to verify that they are actually real. Um, But feel free to start there as well. I think crystals are beautiful. I think they are powerful. And I think that they really amplify the power that we have within ourselves. So I hope that this episode has maybe inspired you to go out and get your own crystal or two. As always, if you have any questions about this episode or about crystals, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I love to chat and I would love to chat with you about crystals or what your favorite one is. With that being said, I want to leave you all with a quote to take you through the week. The author of this is unknown, but I saw this and I was like, wow, that is so powerful and so aligned with what I've been thinking this past week. The quote that I want to leave you with is, whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you have come. I had a conversation earlier this week with a friend and she was feeling a little down on herself about how progress has been slowed maybe or not going as fast as she'd like. And I told her to think back to who she was two years ago and how the person she was two years ago would have been so, so proud of who she is today. And I think that rings true for a lot of us. I know that definitely rings true for me. I couldn't imagine that I would have been in the place that I am now two years ago. So when you find yourself doubting yourself, just remember how far you have come. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope it gave you some clarity, some insight. I hope you learned something new. Next week's episode on Monday will be about lucky girl syndrome or manifestation for the pre-TikTok phrase for it. I am so excited about next week's episode. It's been something that has been top of mind for me and something that I've been really trying to focus a lot of my energy on. So I'm so excited to get into that with you guys next week. Anyway, if you are looking to connect with me, I am on Instagram at wabi.sabi.tarot. W-A-B-I dot T-A-R-O-T. I also wanted to say a thank you for spending time with me, for spending part of your week listening to what I have to say. I genuinely appreciate each and every listen that I get. So thank you for being here. I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful week. The energy is definitely there for it this week. And as always, please remember to look within.